You are now listening to the Cinnamon and Sugar Podcast featuring D'Angelo Williams and Gary Barnage. You push play and they'll push the limits. I'm using their account. I'll text my, hey, did you change your password or something? Blah, blah, you know. <laughs> Why would you just say, hey, is there something going on with WWE? Are you able to log in still? He's one of my best friends. I'll give him a shout out. His name's Budweiser Miller. Legit, legit <laughs> so, that's his real name. Budweiser so that's one time? And, <laughs> one time? Uh, yeah, I've been using his so name. Wiser? Yeah. Huh? His name's Wiser? No, he doesn't have real name. It's Technically, it's, he has two names, Budweiser, Miller. <laughs> so is that the only one? one time? No, that's not the only one, but that's the only one I needed to prove that I've talked about. <laughs> you said one thing about him, gotcha. <laughs> it's your boy Tom here, and we are back with another episode of Cinnamon Sugar Podcast. And just to prove that I have talked about my boy, Budweiser, Miller. In there passing. We go. In passing, we'll give you that though. In passing, in passing. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay, okay. Well, look, 100% was, give you that. I ain't gonna lie, I'm getting a little nervous that I might be down $50 after the <laughs> <laughs> but I still got faith they can pull it out. But besides my weekend being terrible because of that, how was y'all's weekend? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Before we dive into what we did this weekend, I got to get this conversation out of the way. Because, you know, there was a lot that happened over the weekend and there was something that came up that I wanted to ask you guys. Before we dive into the weekend and before we move forward and push forward, I I got a question for both of y'all. I'm pretty sure you guys have heard the Richard Sherman situation that's going on. My question to you, is this a cry for help or is this a guy that just made a mistake and he needs to own up to the mistake that he made? Wow. that's the question that I have. Is this a guy that's that that needs help? Is this a guy that's like screaming, obviously, hey, I need help. I have a drinking problem. I have this. I need that. I need help. Or is this a guy that just made a mistake and that he needs to own up to that mistake and he deserved time for the mistake that he made? We really going to bust down this door right now? We busting down this door right now. We kicking <laughs> it off. Before we dive into it, because I want to make sure we get into this, because I've heard both sides. I've heard people say that this guy right here, he needs some absolute help. And then I, there's the other side of the fence saying, hey, you know, these NFL guys or these people with money think they can just go out here and do whatever the hell they want to do without any repercussions, none whatsoever. So I'm asking you guys. Is this a guy that's that need help, or is this a guy that just made a mistake and need to own up to it? Time, I'll let you go first. Okay, for me, it's very clearly just someone that made a mistake. People make mistakes in their lives all the time. There's probably eighty uh, percent of the people that are listening to this have not necessarily done what Richard Sherman done, but like know somebody that's done something like that, and it's just. I don't think it's a cry for help until it's a repeated pattern of behavior. Just uh, for reference, I don't know anybody that's done that, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I just well, you're in the twenty percent, but I mean, I feel like I hear about people going over and you know, yelling and busting down doors. I don't know, maybe maybe it's the rich folk. You don't hear about that as much, but uh, I don't know. I feel like I mean, it's not necessarily. I don't mean like the necessarily the busting down a door, but like getting drunk. And, you know, maybe going and arguing with your spouse or going to somebody's friend's house and, you know, yelling because you want your spouse. I, I hear those kind of stories all the time. 
And I really think this is just a one-off mistake for Richard Sherman. Um, and that it's just something that happens. It just happens to be in a bigger spotlight because of what he did for a living. All right. Well, I think it's a mix of t- both, honestly, because so I think it's a mistake, obviously, because he went too far drinking, all that kind of stuff. But I think where you could say it's a cry for help is some of the stuff that he said, like the stuff that his wife said on that one call that he was starting to kill himself and all that kind of stuff. That's a cry for help there to me. Like if he, if she's going through all this situation and saying he's acting this way, he's doing all this stuff. I know it's not just the alcohol talking. It could be other aspects coming out because of the alcohol. She said he drank a full handle of vodka and a whole nother thing of bourbon or something else. He had two full bottles. That's, that's more than just a mistake. I think it is a mix of both. I think there is a mistake. I don't think he meant to go over to the in-laws house and banging on the door. I think that was a mistake aspect. And if he got in the car and driving and then leaving the accident, that kind of stuff's a mistake. But I think it's a mix of both. I think it's a cry for help and a mistake because some of the stuff he was saying, you have to you have to treat it as a cry for help. Because if you don't, what if something happens and you just brushed it off? And then you're like, well, I, I, he gave you an opportunity to help him. And if you brush it off, then that you, you, you could do more. Now, he could say he doesn't want the help, but then at least you tried. I think so – I think the biggest thing is he it's crazy to me because nobody would expect this from him because no, he's the pillar of the NFL yeah. community for the yes. PA. He stands up for all the rights. So the fact that this happened and so drastic to me tells you there's a little bit more going on inside of his head than just a mistake. I, that's why I say it's a definitely a mix of both. Man, I heard so many jokes uh, about the CTE and maybe the door getting drafted by the Jets because they it was able to keep uh, Richard Sherman out of his uh, in-laws' house. I, I mean, I've seen it all, and I and, and I couldn't. I wanted to hear you guys' uh, point of view, and I'll tell you mine. Uh, I'm not gonna say it's a little bit of both. I think it's a cry for help, 100%, because I, I've met and spoke with Richard Sherman, and he doesn't seem like that type. But then again, you could say that about a whole bunch of people that you're like, hey, they're not that type. But then later on down the road, you find out, hey, you know, maybe they were. Tom, your mic is loud. Uh, <laughs> uh, later on My down man. the road. So it's 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 kind of one of those things where, uh, you know, you just got to look for the signs. OK, uh, we don't know what goes on behind his closed doors, but we do know that he's not one of those guys to exhibit this type of behavior. So if he's not one of those kind that exhibit this type of behavior, then let's get to the root. What What's causing it? Uh, does it have anything to do with him being released or not being with the team and him trying to find a team? Or or is it him, you know, not being able to play to his expectations? Or maybe it's something more than that. Maybe it's, you know, him and his wife or the kids or somebody in the family having issues and it's causing him to drink. I, I think that there's a root there. I don't think this is a mistake. I think this is something that uh, is is the tip of something that's much bigger than than football and it's much bigger than him just making this mistake. Uh, I think you need to get the help that he needs. I, I, and, and that's for anybody. Uh, because, you know, we don't know what his mental health or what, what he has going on in his life. And so because of that, I'm going to go from a standpoint of I think this is a guy that needs help because he had this is not something. You know, you can look back at some people rap sheet and be like, oh, yeah, this is part of his M.O. 
but this is not Richard Sherman. You know that, and I know that. And like you said, he was a pillar of the community. Uh, he was a spokesperson for everything uh, player-related to now this. Uh, but I, I know he'll bounce back from it, though, because that's the type of player and type of person he is. Well, and I think one big thing that he I hope that he does, I hope that when he finally addresses everything fully, he says he he is getting help and all that kind of stuff and doesn't just try to brush it off. Like it was just a one-off type of thing. I'm hoping he like like addresses it. Like Kevin Love has addressed his mental issues that he deals with in basketball. I think that this could be a huge step for him to be an advocate in that aspect of football, the stuff players had to go through as well. And I think he could be help with that because he is a well-spoken guy. You know, he's intelligent. And I think this can be help him with that situation. Okay. So I, and I guess I'll throw this out there. Do you think, uh, and then we can get to what we did this weekend. Cause this has been heavy on my mind. Do you think that I'm giving Richard Sherman a pass because the history of CTE in our league and because he played this league and the the type of player that he is, do you think I'm giving him a pass saying that maybe it's mental health, maybe it's something that he needs to get help with because I know he played football and CTE is a large part of the injuries that we have that are unknown within our professional sport gear? So I would say going by our previous conversations on the podcast, I would say yes, because you did not give Osaka a pass. You said she needs to do her interviews and all that kind of stuff when she said she had issues. So because of football and because of the known issues there, I think you're, you're being more lenient than you were because with Osaka, I I felt like she deserved a pass, and then they I, need I to find so, a way yeah. to address it. When I'm that's what I'm saying. So you shouldn't feel that way about Sherman, but you're more attached to Sherman because it's the same sport you played and you've dealt with I it. And you could you never know. You could have friends. You could one day, God forbid, hopefully it doesn't happen. We all have to deal with that. We don't know what's in store for us with our minds because we won't know for a long time, and we don't know how tennis works. We don't know how all that round. So I can see why you're more hard on her and more lenient on Richard Sherman, but I would say there you have been on both sides of the fence. Yep. Makes sense. Okay. I, I just wanted to make sure I, I, I again, I, I, I look at tennis as like an elitist sport, very similar to golf uh, and very similar to, uh, I mean, I guess you can even say, you think ping pong's in the, is an elitist sport? No, 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 no. no? It's no, just no, a no, very no. talented sport. It's very hard. <laughs> really good. Okay. Yeah. But that, that's what I see it as, and because there's no contact, and it's proven that you know CTE can change you know your brain chemistry and how you think, think and how you respond to certain things. I guess I am giving him a pass, knowing what he does for a living. Uh, but Gary, what did you do this weekend, brother? I had to get that conversation out of the way to make sure that we got to it. Yeah. So uh, my weekend, my family left on Saturday. They were here for a week, so I got to enjoy time with them. We went and saw St. Augustine. Because they hadn't seen it, so we saw did a tour of stuff that I've done multiple times, but uh, it was still good. It's always good seeing family. And then once they left on Saturday, I finally got to get back to my gaming because I haven't been able to do gaming in a while. So uh, that was mainly most of my uh, weekend. I was hoping that you was gonna say something about you. You went and worked out some of your football players at your high school. Because y'all needed that that work, but it sounded like you just no. Took we got off that start soon. Play. They'll they'll get that soon enough. What what are y'all? What do you what do you what do you think you guys are gonna do this year? Just curious. 
Well, we're going to win I'm, more than we lose because we have a bet on it. So Yeah, I know. That's what I was, <laughs> I was just giving them an update. Do you want to tell the fans what the bet is? And I'm very confident that I'm going to win so this bet. He's going <laughs> to donate $100 to uh, AFWB for every win that we get, as long as we're over 500. If it's 500, we're a push. So that is the bet. <laughs> yeah. And what do they pick for you? What, what do they think y'all going to do in y'all conference this year? You know how everybody have so, that optimistic at, look. So you're not going to like this, but looking at the schedule, we're actually playing teams I've never heard of that are supposedly supposed to be terrible. We're only supposed to be playing like three good teams that I know of that have historically been good. So that's not good for you. I will say our coaches did a great job of scheduling, but again, we still got to, we got to produce and do things the right way. I'm, I'm laughing because he's talking like he's not one of them terrible ass teams. <laughs> Hey, hey t- if we win more than we lost, we aren't. Hey, you're so talking like you had one of them terrible teams. You are at the bottom of the damn totem pole. Yeah, talking about that money else. ready. Get that money ready. What's going to be worse is after he said, now that he said this, if they don't go over 500, it's going to be even worse now. Oh, I agree. And, and I've already told the kids. I already said that D'Angelo's betting against them. So they have even more motivation. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. So what what did I do this week? <laughs> I needed that laugh, bro. I promise you, I needed that laugh. Oh, Dave, before you go with what you did this weekend, uh, we had some uh, emails to our mailbox about what you didn't do this weekend. Gary, yeah. you want to fill him in on yeah, what we? Yeah. So uh, D'Angelo was supposed to go for a bike ride, I believe, on Saturday, and uh, I think like an hour before his bike ride, he decided to just blow him off. Like he was super excited <laughs> about it, but he just blew him off because it was too hot for him. That's I, typical D'Angelo. And then he I, tried to blame his wife. He tried to yeah. blame. He tried to put everything on wife 34. Let me clean the story. I'm going to clean the story up for y'all. I'm going to clean the story up for y'all. Cause y'all obviously got like bits and pieces. I'm going to put the entire story for you because those frames that you guys are capturing is painting the wrong picture. It's not painting an accurate picture of who I am and what I stand for, I but I did not, not go accurate. for that bike ride. Those dang pictures behind you are still crooked. <laughs> <laughs> I would tell I would tell you this, and I'm gonna tell you this much right here. All right, so Saturday I was supposed to go for a bike ride, but I didn't go because I had a I had a decision to make. I was like, I can either go for this bike ride, or I'm gonna fast forward you till not Saturday, but I'm gonna fast forward you till Wednesday. My wife comes around the corner and she goes, I need to buy an event metal stand for the event August 7th. And I was like, well, what are you talking about? She was like, well, I need to find where I, the thing to hang the medals up. So when you're ready to pass them out, you can just kind of roll them over and, you know, pass them out. And I was like, OK, cool. Let's see if we can find some on Amazon or something like that. Well, we couldn't find any. They don't make those. Right. And so she came to me and she was like, honey, you know, they don't make those. Uh, I was like, you know what? I can make it. I'm pretty sure I can put it together. She was like, okay, then. Well, put it together. So, you know, a couple of days go by, you know, Saturday, well, Friday pop up and she was like, hey, you know, we're a few weeks out from the event. When are you going to have this metal stand? I was like, okay, I got an idea. So I went to our local hardware store and I picked up a few items and I built one. I built one on Saturday and uh, I'm going to tell you how this went. And y'all tell me, was I wrong for this? Because I it really, I I I build a stand. I I build a stand, and uh, after I finished building the stand, I called my wife out there, 
And she looks at it and she goes, hey, if the pegs are not straight, it's going to bother me. So just make sure the pegs are straight. And I'm like, all right. Like, first of all, you couldn't buy one of these. I made this. And with come with me making this, everything's not going to be flawless. Like, it's not going to be like you just bought it out of a shop. We just need it to be functional. We don't necessarily need it to look good. We just need it to be functional. This is what I'm thinking, right? So I finish it, and I'm like, okay, I glue down the pegs and stuff. Obviously, I know that these pegs are going to be an issue because I didn't cut the holes straight. So I know that they're not going to be straight. So she comes out, and she looks at it, and she said, oh, the pegs are going to bother me. I'm just going to get somebody else to make it out of steel. And I go, honey, if that was the case, you should have probably led with that. I didn't even have to make what I made. You could have just went to this person that you're talking about that you're just going to get it made out of and get it made from them. I got upset. I got upset. Yeah, I did. I, I honestly did. I got upset. Am I wrong for getting upset? Because if you was going to get it from somebody else and it was going to bother you from me building it, me not building it to your specifications, but me building it all in the sense of I'm building this for you. So if I'm building this for you, then, I mean, I'm not going to get everything. Like, if you asked me if I told you, Gary, hey, man, I'm going to build you something and you couldn't buy it somewhere else and it didn't come out exactly like it would if you bought it from somebody else then you i mean wouldn't you be grateful like hey man i really appreciate it you know if it's functional you'll still use it but was i was i wrong for getting upset about her saying that hey i'm not gonna use it because it bothers me that the pegs are not straight well i think you're more wrong for blowing off your rider buddies and you could have really dedicated more time on Sunday to get it right so you wouldn't have any issues. If you would have rode, Bro, you would Sunday have is the Lord's Saturday. day. Sunday's <laughs> the Lord's day. On the seventh day, you're supposed to rest. I was resting. I rested it did on Sunday, okay? <laughs> I see how you just glossed over rested not riding the bike. <laughs> what do you mean? I, I built I built a, a, a metal stand, an event metal stand, for my wife on Saturday. Yes, I did. That wasn't my, appreciative, so you should have just went to your bike ride. I, well, I should have. That's not the question. <laughs> the question is, was I wrong for getting upset that she said what she said, or should I took the criticism and just roll with it? I think wow. you should have just said, hey, well, next time I won't do it. What I think is D'Angelo needs to teach a master's class on deflection and changing the subject. <laughs> it is amazing how well he can make you feel like he's not avoiding your topic. <laughs> what are you talking about? I, I We literally brought up the email of you not going to ride and you have not mentioned it one time. What are you talking? <laughs> there's nothing. To, I told you the reason why I didn't make the ride is because I built uh, a metal stand for my wife. I couldn't do both. So I but, sacrificed but that fun of me riding. You know, I really get a lot of joy out of cycling, man. <laughs> and I figured that my wife would, she would be okay with me staying at home and missing out on that joy she and putting was, something oh, together okay. for her. She didn't want to make, she didn't make her jealous that you were having fun. That's what it is, man. You know oh, how it is, man. Ty. You know how it is. That's <laughs> what it is. It sounds like she wanted you gone. No, I didn't sound like that. You, <laughs> now, the email that y'all... Did the email come from her? Damn, y'all are very confident <laughs> in just, uh, her feelings. We can't reveal our sources. <laughs> Dang. Unbelievable, man. But that's what I did this weekend. I built it at... Um, uh, watched some TV. I didn't I didn't really do too much, man. Sunday, I rest. I'm, I'm like Chick-fil-A on Sunday, man. I'm closed. 
So <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, uh, there's nothing that I delegate on Sunday where you just like, oh yeah, you could have did it on Sunday. No, I'm not doing nothing on Sunday, bro. Speaking I'm, of Chick-fil-A, have you gone back to Chick-fil-A since you started your little hiatus because you didn't get that my pleasure that one time? Yeah, I'm back. I'm back, man. You know, we, it didn't, I'm, I'm back. I, I'm going to tell you what's crazy though. Uh, did you see that Church's Chicken now has a no, not Church's Chicken. Popeyes is coming out with chicken nuggets. Mm-hmm. Bro, you know how how serious it's about to be. Well, they said that they have uh overmade. They're they're prepared to overmake how many they're gonna need, so they don't have the fiasco they had two years ago. Now I ain't saying they're gonna be bombed like that. I'm just saying that they no, got. They're not. That's what I'm saying. I'm. I mean, I'm happy that they're coming out, but damn, it ain't the chicken sandwich. I don't but, care what anybody says. Chick Fil A chicken sandwich and nuggets, you can't be beat right now. Yeah, it's it's unmatched. I mean, you know that that Popeyes. I'm not going to get into this chicken debate with y'all, I, and I Sorry. shouldn't have to, just based off of the fact that if I even if I talk about it, it's going to come off as racist on this podcast. So I'm not even going to talk about chicken. <laughs> I'm not even the fact that it's fried. I'm not going to try to live up to the stereotype. I'm not even going to fight it. We just going to not talk about it. Because talking about it from this point on, somebody gonna come off as racist. Don't be mad just because. Don't be mad just because Gary and I aren't drinking the Kool Aid of Popeyes. Correct. Okay, so so all of that, all of that was racist. I am not all all in itself. That's what I'm saying. You are gonna make it worse, time. They gonna cancel us because you over there. <laughs> so why can't we say Kool Aid? Why can't we like Kool Aid right. too? That's not what I'm talking about. He said, "Don't drink the Kool Aid." It's an expression. Okay, okay. That's just like like white people can't use the expression. It's the pot calling the kettle black. Yes, you when you can. talking to somebody black, bro, you can't. You can't. You also can't say you call a spade a spade either. That's racist. Yes, you can. You cannot say that to black people, Gary. I told you. You, okay, you 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 don't say direct. You don't direct any of those comments at somebody. It's it's, it's a something an expression that's used to explain something that's going on. Yeah, it's you not used that expression to, to me. I call a spade a spade, and I was like, "Damn, Gary, you." I, I thought we was closer today. <laughs> <laughs> You're not talking about anybody individual. You're talking about a situation. Okay. All right. Probably. But I do I, have a. I get us back on the rails. Yeah, get us, get us back on the rails. Right, what we got today, man? Well, first of all, what we need to jump into is everybody's favorite family movie from this nope, weekend. Actually, we're not going to do that because we have still two weeks we've been telling people we're going to talk about the college. Oh, so we got to do that first okay. to make sure we get to it. All right. All right. So let's let's go ahead and jump into the athletes in college being paid now. What do you, as former high-profile athletes, think about this? Is it long overdue? Do you think it's a mistake? What do you think happens now? I think it's definitely long overdue, and I'm in the same boat. I think it was Mikel Bridges who said he just wants to get $20 back or something. Like I would love to get some reimbursement for money I missed when I was playing because that was I think the, I think it's a right step. I do. The only thing that I'm hesitant about is they do have to find a way to, to I guess like monitor it. Just because like, what's going to stop anybody that lives in Alabama to just pay all these players, all the top recruits? Hey, we'll give you all this money to do endorsement deals just to come to our school. That's where you get into that illegal recruiting aspect through endorsements through the 
through, through the uh, companies around. And you can't tell me people like Ohio State and Alabama aren't going to do that. They 100% will. The companies around will do that and tell these kids, hey, if you commit here, we'll help, we're going to give you all this stuff for endorsement deals. That's the only thing I think that has to be monitored because I don't think any player should get any deals or have anything prior. Like they can't have anything in waiting for them till till after they commit. But again, how do you still limit all that? I think that's the only issue you're going to run into. Other than that, I think it's great that kids can make money off their name and their likeness. I think that's an amazing thing. I think it's crazy. It is great that all sports are able to do it because it's not just football, basketball. It's all sports are able to do that. So everybody's going to get some chance of getting some kind of passive income by doing different things. And I think it's great. But I think that's the only thing you have to monitor is how do you make sure it doesn't turn into a recruiting ploy that allows for illegal recruiting aspects. That's the only thing I could I could see go go crazy because nobody in Memphis is going to pay everybody to come there because it's just it's a different feel than the boosters that you have at Alabama because they have the uh, Alabama has all that money with the boosters. It's just crazy. Okay, so I think this is I think it's so stupid that they're allowing this to happen, but I also think it's a really smart thing. And and this is why I say that it's really stupid. There's no way of them regulating this. So because there's no way of them regulating this, then let's just say the quarterback at Alabama's making, you know, $1.6 million this year. And the quarterback at University of Memphis, he's making $6,000 this year off of his name and likeness. But this is why I say it's also stupid. I don't understand how the NCAA and I I understand why they was fighting this because they stood to lose millions and millions of dollars. So when I say they stand to lose millions and millions of dollars. So I'll give you a case in point. If uh, let's say shout out, shout out wanted to come in and they really like the quarterback at Alabama Well, they can't get the quarterback. So now they have to sponsor the entire team in order to get the quarterback. That's how Alabama makes money. So they come in they sponsored the whole entire team. They now in turn get the quarterback and the whole team. And now they pay in this school twelve to fifteen million dollars to be a sponsor. Well, now if I want the quarterback, based on the new rules, I just go to the quarterback and I can pay him half a million dollars instead of paying the team twelve million dollars to get the whole team to get him. So now I just get the quarterback and now I've saved myself some money, which cost the school a lot of money. And now that's how the NCAA uh college kid wins right but in the the midst of that winning there's also going to be some losers because everybody is all subcontracted out their own they're their own individual entity so now that third running back that's trying to make a little money now maybe you know that car dealership down the street is saying hey i'm gonna give him three four five six thousand dollars now i'm using it as a recruiting aspect because all our guys are getting paid like you said, Gary, again, there's no way to regulate this thing. Mm-hmm. So you can regulate it any way you want to. I'm telling you right now, the first year of of this eligibility where people can get paid is going to be the, the year that they have the most issues with it because they don't have any regulations in there to secure or to protect themselves. This is like a free-for-all, and everybody's kind of making the rules as they go. This is the one that nobody's brought up, though, that uh that really bothers me a little bit what about all these guys that got busted for taking money and accepting money 
leading up to this. This goes back to that whole weed thing. Like, are you gonna let all the people out of prison when uh, that have weed charges when you legalize it worldwide, or do you still hold them accountable because it was illegal at the time? Like Reggie Bush, for instance, you accused him of taking money, so he doesn't have his Heisman Trophy. So do you now in turn give it back because now it's legal to accept money and stuff like that? Or do you know we're not grandfathering anybody in from this point on now it's legal? Is it like the purge now? We're just going to let whatever happened happen from this point on, but you was under different rules then. That's my question to you. Do you so what, what, do, you, do you let them? You give yes, back I think day? Reggie Bush should get his trophy back. I don't think he ever should have lost in the first place because whether you took anything off the field, it has never affected your on-the-field play. Your on-the-field play is completely separate from anything that happens off the field. So anything you do on the field, I think you earned that right to have whatever awards or trophies you got on the field because you did it on the field. It's a, that's that's all it is. That's what it, the award comes down to. It's not about your who you are as a person. None of that is. It's all about what you do on the field. So I think he deserves it. Uh, okay. I was told that uh, a lot of people don't think he deserves it because the hardships – that come with being in college, if you're paid or have money, it relieves you of that stress of going to college and being that student athlete that everybody else is, and that therefore is a competitive advantage. I think it's stupid, but it's a, it's a, it's hey, that's their fight against, you know, accepting money when you're in college and you're a college athlete. Yeah, I disagree with that. That doesn't make sense, but that's a, that's literally all I have. I just disagree. I think that's a uh, dumb statement for them to have. And if it's not people that didn't experience that didn't play college sports, they don't know. Yeah, I, I, my wife said something uh, interesting to me this weekend too. She was talking about Shikari, and Shikari taking, you know, smoking the marijuana before going out competing. She had to miss the Olympics, and now a lot of people are boycotting. And you know, we're riding in the car, we're on our way back from the gym, and she goes, "You know, I could see how marijuana could be a competitive advantage." And I go, "Huh?" I'd like to hear this. She goes, yeah, it takes that edge off. Like it, it's that calm before the storm. Storm. If you're able to keep your emotions and keep your nerves your nerves in check, then that's a competitive advantage because all the other runners or other people can't keep their nerves in check. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. I see what you did there. But again, I didn't agree with her at all. But yeah. she did have a valid point. I, I do think it's an interesting aspect, but I definitely don't think it would help you enough to make you win anything. Yeah, so. I know. I know. That, that was interesting. Uh, what else we got, Tom? So before we get to Space Jam, I also wanted to talk about uh, WWE because WWE is oh in town. God. And oh I am God, your boy bro. is rolling to Monday Night Raw tonight. And even though I invited y'all to come out and hang, but y'all are too cool, whatever. It's coke, okay? Um but nah, we don't we don't trust them people <laughs> down in Texas. We heard y'all, man. Y'all COVID cases was rising and some more shit. Oh, so we, yeah, man. Y'all y'all COVID yeah. cases up there high. Mm. The variant running rampant out there. We just trying to make sure that we safe. You know, I understand. You know, some people on this podcast are vaccinated. Some of us are not. Whatever your status is, we don't want it to be COVID positive. Well, I know actually a big part of the COVID cases going up in Texas where all those uh, people that hopped on a plane decided to fly out. <laughs> did you see that? I did. Nah, what happened? <laughs> so, some uh, uh, Texas legislatures uh, were trying to block a bill 
I don't even know if they're trying to block it, but they were just trying to, you know, pr- take a stand. So a bunch of them hopped on a plane and uh, left to go to D.C. And they posted this picture of none of them wearing masks. Uh, they were Democratic legislators, by the way. And none of them wearing a mask. And they, uh, later on, it came out that a few of them had tested positive for COVID. <laughs> so it was kind of like a bad look for, you know, their their party. But that's that's Texas in general, though. They said everything's bigger in Texas. Uh, and I, that goes for egos and and pride too. So we don't we don't put that. Y'all are becoming like the new Florida, the new Florida man. It's gonna be the new Texas man. Why? <laughs> hey, well, I, I'll accept it. I'll accept it. But yeah, I wanted to talk to y'all about money in the bank. I know we all watched it. We tuned in. Yeah. I want to see how y'all felt about the fans being back and better than ever. Well, well, we tried to tune in. But, yeah, uh, uh, we had a bunch of issues with streaming because uh, who fault is that? Who do I blame for that? I mean, he, he, I like know, WWE. understand WWE. Well, I know WWE is putting on the telecast, but they're not broadcasting or streaming it. I understand that it's Peacock's issue, I'm, but I'm again, though, up. yeah, because they didn't have to sell to Peacock. They could have just stayed WWE yep. Network, and we'd have never had these issues yep. to begin with. So, I, 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 but I think overall, I thought the fans being back was much better. Uh, I think it was a, uh, it was a, I think you could tell the wrestlers really enjoyed it too, being a fun, cause they could feed off of them. And you really saw that in the last match, how they were really interacting with the fans and like yelling where you could, where the fans could hear them and stuff. I think that's something that they didn't do a ton, but they did some back before COVID, but I think it's really, really amped up now so that it's more interaction with the fans, especially first real live event for it. But overall, uh, I think it was a decent pay-per-view. I hate that they put the belt back on Charlotte Flair. I mean, she just always has to have a belt. That's annoying. Bro, can, can we sit there for a while? Can we sit there for a while? Why does Charlotte Flair not look like Charlotte Flair? Did you see her? Did she have, like, some facial work done or something? Yeah, her face Because I swear she different. did not look like the Charlotte Flair that I've always seen just, growing up. I just couldn't get past them keep giving her the wins. She did, never always somehow gets a title shot and always wins. I just don't understand it. I I thought it just didn't make sense. Um, and then who was you pulling for? Who 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 was you gonna put the strap on? You leave it on the current champ. She was doing well. Ryan Ripley. Yeah. You already had her lose. Ryan Ripley already lost to Charlotte once. Yeah. And then now you have lost again when Charlotte comes back and is able to wrestle after injuries and all this stuff. That to me, that's just not a good look. You're trying to push Ryan Ripley, but as soon as Charlotte Flair is good, oh, we're gonna give it back to her again. It just, I don't know. You're you're trying to build up new talent, and you just keep always giving the same uh, belt to the same person. I think that's why WWE gets stale at times because they always had the same people fighting for the championship and always the champion. It just it's it gets frustrating as a fan. Oh, I'm not. I already know who's gonna win. Like that's just not fun. Like, you, I'll go ahead and jump into the main event with Roman Reigns and Edge. Not one time did I feel Roman Reigns was not gonna win. I 100% thought he was going to win the whole time. I never had any inkling that Edge was going to win, especially with the Seth Rollins uh, promo right before it, saying he deserves it. You knew he was going to – It just it, that's lazy writing. Like, you knew he was going to interfere because he was upset. Like, it just doesn't make sense. And now I think it's just going to be a triple threat between the three of them. Like, it's just – it just it's just – to me, it's just so predictable and that kind of stuff. Now, I really enjoyed the, the ladder match where uh, – Big E won. I think that was awesome because I think he's going to go against Bobby Lashley and it's going to be an interesting battle because it's a battle of strength. 
I think that's going to be a lot be very well done. I think I don't like what they did with Drew McIntyre. I thought that was terrible. They're just really washing him off. Like he deserves so much better than what he's been getting, but that's yeah. just that's the typical. So overall, I think it was like a C. Let's talk to the women, bro. Let's talk about the women. What did I you think about I thought it was a the... good match. I thought I, thought I, I did not good. expect the winner. I did not expect the winner bro, that they had. Are, do you not see her as Doink the Clown, bro? This is exactly the push that they gave Dunk the Clown. But In fact, he, this is almost the exact same storyline that they used to put Dunk the Dunk the Clown in the power when they was going through those Monday Night Wars. But I think that she has the ability to withstand that and keep it going. And that's what I think is going to be interesting to see how they handle it. Because I think she can. They got to put She's going to be the first one to lose the strap with the know. money in the bank? No, I don't know. It's going to be interesting. You to can't see. put the strap. You going to put the strap on her? It depends who she It depends. Are you, are you going to have Bianca Blair or are you going to have Charlotte? Who's she going to go after now? I think they put I, her I after I mean, she got to go after Charlotte. You don't go after Bianca Blair because Bianca Blair lights so bright right now. I don't think they're going to put her after Charlotte because then you really know there's no way she's losing. Like it just that's okay. the thing is you gotta have some kind of thought they might lose. When there's no thought they're gonna lose, it just makes very boring and stale. Yeah, that makes sense. Wow. What about well, y'all? I, I thought my question is when do you think that the turn for Jimmy and Jay Uso is gonna come? And first of all, did y'all notice the little dig at him for getting another DUI? Of course. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. Yeah, that was that was that was actually one of the cooler times of the night too, when uh-huh. he said, "Well, and you, and you, oh, very interesting." Well, very you can you can see that at some point they're going to turn on him. So when do you think that is? See, I don't think it's going to be soon because they won the titles and then they went to come and help him. And I think if it's Rollins and Edge and a triple threat with them, I don't foresee them turning on him for that. It's got to be a one-on-one match they would turn on him. And I just don't know who it would be because right now those are the only people that are there. Now, obviously, you could have Big E challenge him, but then you just destroy everything that Rollins is doing right now with Edge because Edge hasn't clean lost. It's been with because of interference. Bro, so, I, and what, this what, did is, think, this is, what did y'all think about that kick out? So you know how like – It was so funny <laughs> that he, the crowd made him kick out before. Right. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Yeah, then he had to kick out again, and they was like, ah, and they only showed it. And then you heard the announcer, oh, he was down for 10 seconds. Right, right. Oh, he oh, goes, you could have counted to 10. I was like, no, you couldn't have. He kicked out once already. <laughs> I'll tell you exactly what I think about this pay-per-view, bro. This pay-per-view was god-awful. Anytime you have Edge, it's 2021, and Edge old ass is still main event, money in the banks, and pay-per-views, bro, you know you have hit an all-time low. This was the first time that I heard in a very long time when they was introducing people, they introduced him as a Hall of Famer, and I'm like, oh, shit. I forgot that Edge was that old, that he's already a Hall of Famer. He's Ric Flair, bro. He's Ric Flair when he gets in the ring. You know when Ric Flair used to get in the ring, you're just like, oh, this is going to be a shit show. Like he's finna he's finna go around the room. But I, but I thought he did a good job wrestling. I just he did. I, I, I you just knew no he was doubt. gonna lose. That's all. That's that's what I'm saying. Not only did you know he was gonna lose, that you knew that he was gonna have great showmanship. He was going, but you had no idea. You had every idea. You knew that Roman Reigns was gonna win this match. Right. So why even put it together? Why even put Edge in this 
but who who again who do you have them feud with though? Because you've gotten rid of all the guys that would legitimate good feuders. Well, there is rumors that Cena may return at SummerSlam. Cena returned yesterday at oh, Money in the Bank. I missed that. Yes, Cena returned after uh, they gave him his belt. When they gave uh, Roman Reigns his belt, John Cena music popped, and he came out, and everybody cheered for John Cena. And not the John Cena sucks. He, so I Cena didn't, came uh, back I to a great that. pop. I tuned in too late. Yeah, yeah, Cena, Cena came. Well, so then, then they could be setting that up at SummerSlam, but then that def- defeats the purpose of Roman Reigns or in the Seth Rollins stuff right now. Or you're gonna have Seth Rollins versus Edge. No, so so Seth two. so Seth Rollins choked out Edge. You didn't watch the last match, did you? No, so I Seth did. Rollins. No, he yeah, kicked him so, in the head. Yeah, he kicked him in the head. And he ended up choking him out at the end. And when he choked him out, they rolled out of the ring. Uh, they gave um, uh, Roman Reigns the belt. He stood up. He turned around. John Cena music popped. John Cena come out. And everybody go absolute ape shit. I don't know why we like him all of a sudden because we don't like him or Roman Reigns. Yeah, it's still. Yeah, that's like Jake and Logan Paul fighting each other. And it's the like, thing is, if you have Cena come back and you win, you just destroyed everything you just built with Roman Reigns. And I'm not a Roman Reigns fan. And I think that being a villain was the best job for him. It was the best thing he could do for his career. And I say he's done decent with it. He's still the same wrestler. He doesn't do anything different. But. I just think if you brought Cena back and he wins somehow over Reigns, you just destroyed everything you just did with Reigns for no no reason. Agree, but I I don't think at this point they even care, right. uh, because they they got so much rollover there it's insane. But I can tell you this though, I I thought the player or the the wrestler that they should have pushed that they haven't pushed is Ricochet. Uh, Ricochet, when he first got to the the uh, the big leagues or the big boys or the, to the Monday Night Raw, when he got moved up from NXT, he I thought he had the greatest potential because he was a high flyer, uh, and he's still con- he's still doing it today. Did you see what he did off? The, I mean, yesterday, mm-hmm. what you see what he did off the ladder, off the yep. rope? I was like, oh, this is insane. That man's to- a fool. Boy. <laughs> yeah, he's absolutely insane, and he's agile and he does things that cool. I haven't seen in wrestling in a long time, and nobody wants to push him because he's a little guy. Well, he is a little guy. I also have an issue with the way they have AJ Styles, probably the best wrestler in wrestling. Him and Seth Rollins arguably are the two best wrestlers. You have him basically being just a partner so this big guy can show off his size. Like It just doesn't make sense to have somebody like that in the tag team picture just to help him along because he could be a main eventer, and they're not using him for that. And I think that's frustrating for me because he is. I think matches with him and Seth Rollins would be great. Like, and you have those feuds and type of stuff. But right now, you had him fighting against the Viking Warriors or whatever they're called. Come yeah. on. Yeah, but that, but that's the, that's the thing though. The Viking Warriors and the Usos are are like true tag team guys. The mm-hmm. guys that have the belt right now, before Kofi Kingston, I mean not Kofi Kingston, but before the New Day won those. No, the Usos won those. Uh, championships belt yesterday, it was uh uh what was his name uh the little guy and his son uh Ray Mysterio. Mysterio. How about that, bro? Where the hell did that come from? Out of nowhere, how did you put the straps on those two guys? I agree. And then you go, they they weren't traditional tag team uh champs, and neither is AJ Styles and this uh, Humos. Uh, what is his name? Hamus. Osmos uh, or something yeah, like that. Yeah, I, I don't even know how to say his name. They're not even Osmos. a traditional tag team championship. I mean champions. 
So, I, you know, I'm not I'm not really with the non-traditional tag champions. I think the only non-traditional tag champs that I've ever liked was Team Hell No. That yeah. was with Kane and uh, Daniel uh, Bryan. Those are only two untraditional, but everybody else, you know, I like when they dressed alike and they was they fought throughout their whole career and then WWE broke them up later on down the road. What about the but, Rock and Sock connection, baby? Come on now. That was good. Uh, <laughs> I wasn't a fan of that so, either. I, I am interested in hearing Time's thoughts on the wrestling, but Time, make it quick because I know I have a lot to say about my review of your movie. <laughs> All right. Well, the big thing I wanted to say was, so I asked you that question to say this. I really think they're going to set up something where The Rock comes back to fight Roman Reigns for the chief of the family. I think they wanted to do it this year, um, but because obviously they didn't have fans, and they know that why why bring The Rock back if we don't have fans to give that pop when he's out there. Well, really, and, and Goldberg's in talks to come back too. Don't know who he's going to go against. Oh, but. God. Seriously? Yeah, yeah so yeah. it just gets worse. It gets worse. Can we can we can we get can we please please reserve the rest of the time to talk about Space Jam? Please. I think we I can. think that's what and, it deserves. And I want time to go first. Even though yeah, we you go first, time. what his opinion's gonna be. I would I love finally to get to talk about it because I got a chance Listen. to watch it before y'all got a chance to watch it. Correct. Wow. And I told you what my review was before. I want to see if y'all agree with me or y'all totally disagree with me. And time, don't you bring just, that bias? Just for reference, I'm going to show y'all. I have about literally notes for days. Of, like I would when I was a movie critic. Come on, Tom, what, what you got? I did the Give same thing when I went to movies and did it. I did everything the same I do. Well, Give first of all, what you got, Tom. let me say this. I will be shocked, literally shocked, if LeBron James does not win an Oscar for that performance that he gave in Space Jam 2 because his acting was A-plus for sure. My man LeBron James might need to think about switching careers from being a basketball player to an actor. And I'm, I know a lot of people right, are going to say... So now, now please give us your honest review. <laughs> people, people are going to say he learned how to act. I don't know why I put myself court. through this agony and torture every week, bro. <laughs> But no, let's hear your honest review now. No, okay, no. Honestly, obviously, LeBron's acting was terrible. It, it was almost, you know, there are a lot of, it's funny because I was watching it with Cynthia, and there'd be moments where his acting was so bad, I couldn't help but laugh. But I think they did a good job on, like, playing on that, you know, because there's a line in the movie where it's like, uh, you know, it was an athlete acting. Those, those are always bad. And I think that what I liked about it is LeBron took a lot of things that people say about him and turned them into jokes, like the one where uh, he's Just in case you weren't, he didn't write this movie, so. Well, I know, but he wouldn't have okayed it if he wasn't down with it, so I'm sure he had input to it. But, like, whenever Don Chiu was talking to his son, I think, and uh, he's like, uh, something about dad left or whatever. He goes, well, that's his M.O., ain't it? <laughs> I, started, <laughs> I started dying laughing. Because, you know, as a, a LeBron fan, I can appreciate that sort of stick because, you know, I understand it. Um, as far as what it is, I think it was a great movie for kids. I think that uh, there's a lot of fun little, um, you know, inserts as far as, uh, cameos from others, almost to, almost a little bit too much, just because at some point you can saturate with cameos. Um, but I enjoyed that. I enjoyed the the humor behind it. LeBron is a terrible actor, sticks to basketball, but you know it's okay. It's not what you do. But I enjoyed the movie as a whole. Um, if Out of ten, what'd you give it? 
out of 10 for what? What am I grading it based on? What kind of the scale? You're grading it on a damn movie is what you're yeah, grading it on. It's a movie. On a scale of 10, what would you grade it? We don't want to hear I, anything else. What Out of 10, what you grading it? Because I didn't know. Because like, my grading is on would I watch it again, 1 to 10? Or is it like... No, what did you think the movie? If you were telling somebody this is a, if I, a I was saying Forrest Gump, it's a ten out of ten. What would you give the movie? And what's the one? What's a one? Uh, Guild, you know what? whatever with Jennifer Lawrence and Ben Affleck. I or Catwoman <laughs> with Halle Berry's a one. Oh gosh. Okay. I'm. You know what? I'm gonna give it a solid eight in my review. A solid eight for my boy LeBron, and and that's gonna be more swayed on the fact that I think it's great. For the genre that it was supposed to be in, which is a children's movie, and that's what I'm going to say. What about y'all? Okay, okay. So I I'm gonna go with what Gary goes with because I'm pretty sure <laughs> Gary's gonna be with me. All right. So I'm just gonna I'm a I'm a encourage Gary to preach. That's gonna be my role in this the, the next ten or fifteen minutes. I have a long it take Gary to get through this list of shit that we don't like about this dumbass. Uh, Space Jam that just came out <laughs> so, that you're talking about. Time. I'm, I'm, I'm going to start it with this. You gave a kid's movie an 8. You said it's 8 out of 10 because it's geared towards kids. I would give Inside Out an 8 out of 10. Not this movie is not even on par what? with anything. You're giving it 8 out of 10? Inside Out is 10. 10 out of 10. No. Up no, not a 10 out of 10. Up better than this movie. Up an 8 or 8 out of this movie um, as an 8. This is not on par with Up. It's not even in the same world as Up. And that's the problem I have. Like, you're just doing it just because LeBron's in it. It's, it has nothing to do with being a kid's movie. It's all because yeah. LeBron. If any other actor was in it, you wouldn't say this, you would not give it an eight because it's not on par with any other animated movies that are for kids in I general. Cried. I cried whenever he hugged his son and they had that moment. I hate you, Tom. He said, he said, I hate you, bro. You I to, don't admit that you need to do you. He didn't cry. There's something wrong with you, Tom. There's something seriously wrong with you, man. You need well, to go get see, checked out. See, that, that's to, my problem. And, and I and even said this you. on the Facebook. Like I, I've told I've told y'all this multiple times. I am not a Jordan fan. I am not no, I don't no, like no, Jordan. I did no, not no. like Jordan growing up at all. I'm not a LeBron fan. And I'm completely biased on my review. I think you are ridiculous for saying it's an eight mean, out of ten. You mean unbiased? You're unbiased? No, no, no. He said it right. He biased as hell. He said it right. <laughs> he said it right. If you're considering this, like I would say the Aladdin was a 10 out of 10. This is not even close to it. You're saying it's an 8 out of 10. That to me blows my mind. That tells me how biased you are. Can, can we go through these notes, Gary? Okay, can we yes, through yes. Notes? We'll can go we through my notes, notes now. Please. Yes, yes, please. So, and just for reference, I watched the original Space Jam literally right after this one. Okay, so, so before before you talk about the original Space Jam, I I'm a I'm gonna tell you how I feel about the original Space Jam, and you either agree with me or disagree, and we roll on to this new one. I didn't think the first Space Jam was good from an acting standpoint. I thought it was good from a concept standpoint. So because we didn't know the concept, again, I'm sticking with what everything that I said before I went into this movie because we didn't know the concept of this movie is why Space Jam was such a good movie. Not the fact that Michael Jordan was a GOAT, not the fact that Michael Jordan was a terrible actor because he wasn't a good actor either. The the reason why this movie was good because it was based on concept and concept alone. Now that we know what the concept is moving into this 
uh, LeBron James' new legacy movie, he didn't have that to save him. So he had to, his acting was the only thing that could save him, and we knew that was going to be piss poor. Hence the reason why I feel like this movie was terrible. But go ahead, Gary. So I'm going to start off. This has nothing to do with LeBron at the very beginning. Bugs Bunny's voice frustrated me so much because it did not sound like Bugs Bunny. It, I mean, the whole time I was watching, every time he talked, I'm like, stop talking. Because okay, I was you. so frustrated. No, I'm telling I'm being a critic because this is I, I'm keeping it real with this. Gary splitting asshole hairs. So much because his voice was not the same. Okay. And I went back and lit and watched it, and it's completely different from the cartoons and from the original. It's a different character actor. I thought he was terrible as Bugs Bunny's voice. That's obviously on the director's okay. choice of picking all that kind of stuff. But I, I will say one thing that frustrated me a lot is they literally the coach in the opening scene said LeBron 17 times. It was ridiculous. But you don't got to say the kid's name 17 times. We know he's in this film. And throughout the whole thing, they probably said his name 175 times. Like, we know who it is. You don't have to reiterate it over and over to us. And then I went back and watched the original Space Jam. They did not say Michael Jordan's name 700 times. They probably said it 15, 20, but not 700 like they did in this movie. It was ridiculous. Over, It was overdone. It, it And so... I thought, like you said, I thought we knew the concept. I think they tried to change it up by making it a new version of NBA Jam. Wasn't a fan. Yeah, that's exactly what they tried to do. It wasn't. I I hated the animated players. Like that looked like like snakes and a spider. Yeah, that was that was was pointless. And just for reference, time because you had mentioned this before, Monstars would beat that team in a game. Hell no. Yes, they would. Yeah, they would. No. Say whatever you want. Again. They had, I, I can't, I don't want to say it because people are going to say it's sexist, but Larry Johnson's better than Dana Taurasi. That's just, no, that's a, I mean, thing they, is, but, it but was thing a talent compared. So I'm just saying that's, that if you're basing off a of talent. All right. But I, I honestly feel like you could give Dana Taurasi open jump shots and she's going to hit those. Whereas if you let Larry time, Johnson time, shoot, time, stop it. Stop it, time. Let, he ain't even done with his list, man. You just goat, coming up with shit. You just making up shit, bro. You and making up shit. Go, go ahead, Gary. Finish your time. list. WNBA and NBA. Plus, she can she can guard Muxy Bowes. Hell, you mean? Hey, <laughs> go, go ahead. Go ahead and finish your notes. Go ahead and finish your obviously, notes. Obviously, you know You're the tripping. acting was terrible. The best actor was obviously Don Cheadle. Amazing. Every scene he was in, on point, and it all dealt with basically ribbing LeBron. I love that yeah. aspect. I thought that was a great part of it, and. One thing that I, I I'd be interested to know is when they filmed this movie was LeBron getting fed his lines when the other actors were doing the voices of the characters because there's times when they told a joke ribbon on LeBron and there was literally no like reaction to that joke like so I don't know if they just pieced it together or if he was actually doing it in the in the real time because it just seemed like it seemed very flat that like oh they told a joke and he literally just ignores the joke but it's based on him. I think that that was a little awkward for me because I feel like if you're going to joke on somebody, it's you're going to react to it, and that's something they did when they joked on Le- Jordan. Jordan responded to that joke. They did not in this a couple different times, so I think that was a little awkward. Um, I do like I like the little throwback they did with Dwayne Wade, the little the scene with Lola throws the alley oop and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I thought that cool. was a nice little shout out to Wade. I like that. Um, I will see what else we got here. 
Um, I hated the Looney Tunes in 3D. Hated it. Oh, I hated it too. Yeah, I hated it. That was the worst part. That was the worst part. That's the thing is, it's an animated movie for kids, but the animation was just so bad at times. Like the 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 Goon Squad animation was terrible. The best animated character of the Goon Squad was Dame Time. That was the best character that was animated in general because it was just looking like him. It wasn't some weird. He was a robot form. That was it. I think the Toon Squad as 3D was terrible. I think it was just dumb. It didn't make sense. It was not the Looney Tunes anybody else knows. They're just trying to be too today's well, time. Well, which, the, the, the concept was that he, quote unquote, upgraded them to make them look like they had been updated to a game of today's work. Right. So I'm, and the thing is, y'all got to admit that Dame Time scene was hilarious. Oh, I agree. And there, there's not, I'm saying there were positives. Like, I thought that was a positive. Uh, Don Cheadle was great. Little Ray went there. Uh, Rye, whatever his name is. I thought he was hilarious as the guest commentator. I thought that was great. Uh, Laurel. Laurel is Laurel, his name. Laurel. Now, I will say there was some jokes that were identical to jokes used in Space Jam, which frustrated me because they couldn't come up with their own material. The spaceship landing on top of a character, that happened in the original. They did it in this with Marvin the Martian. Uh, LeBron being made into basketball, they did the same thing with Jordan. To me, you're just copying something that was already previously done, which you're already doing with the movie, and you're trying to make your own thing. Tweedy coming out of Sylvester's mouth, done in the first one. Well, that's part of their that's part of their gig, though. Like which that's part of coming with a different ways. No, I mean that's part of the Looney Tunes lore, though. That's not necessarily copying the joke. That's just copying. It's, that's like saying Space Jam copied that from Looney Tunes. This was part of what their characters do. The uh, a character, uh, a human character being blown back up. That joke, as a pump joke. They did it with LeBron. They did it with the uh, fat, the heavier set guy from the original. And then jumping on the back of the player, that was done in the original. They jumped on Jordan, same as they jumped on LeBron. And then uh, tw- uh, Bugs coming up with the plan. They did that in both movies. Literally, Bugs came up with the secret sauce, the secret juice, for Jordan, and then Bugs had to come up with a plan for LeBron as well. But I don't I'm, think that was Bugs coming up with a plan. I think Bugs was being selfish. No. Bugs Bunny was because look, was well, selfish. He sacrificed his life at the end. Uh, yeah, spoiler, that, at the end. Yeah, I'm sorry. We need to we need to put this spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> right. What I'm talking about is what I'm talking about is because if you think about the beginning, LeBron's talking about how he needs a basketball team and. And Bugs, instead of like going off to all these other people that would probably be better basketball players just for sheer size, who does he want to gather? He wants to gather the Looney Tunes because he feels lonely because they all left him. That was Bugs' no, He was gathering the Looney Tunes because he's, like he said, we've already done this before and right, won but, before. But so his, he was proving they could do it again, his but LeBron agenda. didn't want that. His LeBron wanted all the Hall of Famers to play. His hidden agenda was he wanted to get his family back because they had all left him by his lonesome. So I love the references with Bobby Knight and Bill Belichick. Loved that. I thought that was perfect, spot on. Again, Don Cheadle. I thought it was great. My favorite scene <laughs> was the Michael B. Jordan. That, that was, was hilarious. Perfect. <laughs> and it would have been amazing if Jordan would have actually walked in. But still, it still was great. And then the most frustrating thing for me of all things, other than LeBron's acting, because obviously that was terrible, the fact there was so much product placement 
not by just LeBron, uh, yeah. by WB. They got to talk about all the properties they own. No, we know what you own. We don't need you to reiterate and put it in our face. Like it doesn't matter. This is not about you. It's about what we're supposed to be seeing and having fun. And I thought that was way overkill. And the fact that Nike checks are everywhere and the LeBron logo was everywhere on the jerseys, on everywhere. the basketball. Like we know you're in this movie. You didn't have to do that. I went again on Space Jam. You saw the Jordan logo twice and they were both on his shoes. When they went and got the shoes, and then one time at the very end, when they start in the game, when they pan up on Jordan, they had his shoes. That was it. Nothing else was about Jordan and his logo. Everything was about LeBron, and that's not what the movie's supposed to be about. Like, it's supposed to be about the tunes and all that stuff. And I felt like that's just a discredit to what it is supposed to be about. And it was more of a billboard for WB Properties and LeBron, and I think that's not good. And so for me, I gave that a three out of a ten, and I gave the original Space Jam a five out of ten. I I agree with that. I that's yes. And that's a realistic review, not I'm a LeBron fan. I'm gonna give it an eight out of ten when it's not an eight out of ten. I really wanted to give it a ten, but there you go. It's not the thing is there was probably seventy five hundred. I took off two points, one for each of you haters. There's really seventy five (laughs) animated It's films that are better than an eight and that you think it's just as good at. That's why I know all you do is care about LeBron because it's not about the movie. It's about LeBron. Tom, can, can we agree with this assessment? Let's just agree with this. Let's, and let me know if I'm even in the ballpark. The first Space Jam that they did, I want to say that the thought process was Michael Jordan is considered one of the greatest basketball players of all time. This would be a great opportunity for us to get an athlete in a movie, right? Versus in 2021, let's get the most famous athlete in a movie and it'll generate people wanting to see it, not because it's going to be a good movie, but because of the athlete in it. Because LeBron James has that type of following where people are not fan of teams anymore. They're fan of simply LeBron James. So can we agree with that, that this movie was clearly about LeBron James and LeBron James only? That's the only reason why it has the buzz and people going to see it because of LeBron James. Had it been any other player in the NBA outside of 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 uh, uh, Cal, I mean, uh, Kyrie Irving, because Kyrie Irving movie was pretty good, actually. Uh, I really like that movie. So if you you want to go watch a good basketball movie, Uncle Drew is a good movie. Uh, great lines, great basketball. I would say it's better play. than Space Jam too. That's why I'm saying it's a good movie. Yeah, it's way better than Space Jam too. But again, you have to understand the only reason why this movie is doing the numbers that it's doing is because LeBron James fans are out there making this movie, and then all the people that are Le- are Michael Jordan fans are going to see it so they can say, "Hey, this is a shit movie. Michael Jordan and- is better." And just for reference, I watched this movie with four other people. A 13-year-old, uh, my cousin, same age as me, her husband, who's a year or two younger, my, and my aunt. My aunt said it was terrible. She said it was one of the worst movies she's ever seen. My, uh, my cousin said it was all right. Her husband said it was terrible. And the 13-year-old said it was probably the worst movie she's ever seen. So you're saying it's for kids, but there was a 13-year-old that hated the movie. I need to know what all of those people. None of them are basketball fans. I need to know what they're registered as uh, voting was. 
Oh wow, wow, that's where we are right now. None of them are, none of them are basketball fans. So none I of them will say LeBron. some of the biggest hate I have seen are from non-basketball fans, but are hardcore Republicans because they hate LeBron so much because of his uh, political agenda. We shall say, but yeah, but you love him, and you're a Republican. Right, but I'm just saying because I can I can separate the two, but uh, I know it's not it's not easy for everybody to do in today's no, world. I'm just saying I gave you three other people that thought said the movie was trash, and you had one that said it was all right. Well, I will say this: Have you looked on Rotten Tomatoes? The critic score is lower, but the audience score is higher. By Again, I don't audience score yeah. means nothing to me. Why, but why that's, are we that's still other talking people. about this? Can we can we end this podcast? Can we end this? No, I like, just can, I just, we... I just no, I I have to know how. How he there's if if Kevin Durant made the identical same movie, or Giannis made the identical same movie, would you still give an eight out of they ten? Want, you they want, they he would not. He's to. a LeBron James fan, that's, bro. That's, you, what, you, that's why that, I want him to admit. But he's he not going to admit he's that though. You know that. Listen, I just told you. He's not going to admit. I'm going to be shocked if LeBron doesn't win an Oscar. Well, we know that's a lot. You know what? I'm getting off this podcast, man. I'm gonna let y'all have it because you are going too far, (laughs) way too far, time. You lost your, you lost your damn mind, time. Well, he told us he was gonna give us an honest review, and he didn't. I gave him an eight. I'm I'm muting myself to hell with both of y'all. The way time talking. (laughs) I can't get an honest review. uh, I, I, I just told you how I felt about it. I know. Eight, it's not what you feel because you're not going to say it's better than Beauty and the Beast. You're not going to say it's better than Pocahontas. Well, like, Beauty and the Beast was a 10. And Pocahontas on a 8. Pocahontas might be a 7. Yeah, Pocahontas is a 7. Yeah, it's better than Pocahontas. No. That's, yeah. that's blasphemous. You can paint with all the colors of the wind, but you can't You can't win a championship like uh, LeBron oh, did. You know, one other LeBron. thing I, I forgot to say, the soundtrack doesn't touch the original Space Jam soundtrack. It was non-existence in this movie. Yeah, I do like. I, I didn't know they had a soundtrack. Exactly, I said to stay there. After I'm like, where are the songs? I don't remember hearing any in the new Space Jam, but the original has some bangers. Right. I'm, I mean, I'm I, I mean, I'm not, I'm not gonna argue um, with that. Here's my so, thing, though. Here's so you my think thing. The second one was better than the original. Oh, for sure. Oh, and God. here's why. Here's That's the other thing. You're just a LeBron fan. Here's the other thing: is LeBron was facing so much more pressure in this movie because. There was man, if you don't get the states. hell off of this podcast <laughs> in the podcast time, in the damn podcast, you, I was you are end. driving because me in fucking if LeBron insane. Lost in the, world the podcast, bro, it, it was, was not a good same. movie. I, mean, I will, I will just say this. It's a great NBA player. Let's will, just leave it at that. I'll just say this and he can end it. I'm going to say this is why people that like Jordan can't stand LeBron fans because they can't separate anything from LeBron. LeBron's oh, got to be the best at everything. Finally. They can't separate the two. And that, that's why people that I like Jordan. I didn't say he's the best at everything. You but were literally given a movie that is trash an eight out of ten. I, I do say this. I do not even like close. it better than the original Space Jam if I just watch them side by side and take away my little kid heart. For that, I don't believe you because up. you gave it. You think it's better than Pocahontas? You think it's better than no, so? That was, that, okay. was a little, that was a little hyperbole. I, but... I, I do have to. I do have to <laughs> tell. You, I do have to tell you this before you end the podcast because I told Gary I was going to tell this story on the podcast, uh, and this is a true story. This actually happened, uh, and I I'm not making this up. I had to call Gary because I thought it was the funniest shit ever. And then again, time you can end this podcast because this is a great way to end it. So we're at the movie. We go to the premiere. We watch this on Wednesday. Uh, no, yeah, Wednesday. 
We get an opportunity to watch it on Wednesday uh, early. And we go in, and it's me, my wife, my four kids, and my mother-in-law and my father-in-law. And I'm sitting next to my father-in-law. And the movie, like right before the movie started, like literally right before the movie started, my dad leaned over, my father-in-law leans over. He goes, son, why did they make another Space Jam? And I go, well, uh, in true D'Angelo fashion, this is how I understood it. I go, well, LeBron James is always compared to Michael Jordan, so he's the closest thing to Michael Jordan. So made a two in homage of that. My father-in-law looks me dead in my eyes. I can't make this shit up. He looks me dead in my eyes and goes, why didn't they get Kobe Bryant to do it? And I go, Dad, Kobe, Kobe died. And he goes, oh, shit. That's probably why he can't do it. He was like, well, he was just as good. I mean, they could have did one up until this point, and he could have. And I was like, nah, Dad, that ain't the... That ain't the same. So it 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 led me to this question, and I'm gonna let y'all go. Uh, and this is just something I want to ask to the fans that are listening out there: Would this movie have been better had it been Kobe Bryant? Yes, he's a better actor. But honestly, honestly, if you replace this movie, he has with- a Grammy, right? Does he have a Grammy? Yes. Not a Grammy. He has a. No, didn't he? he had- he has an animated uh, something like Emmy or something like so, that. So, but I would say yeah. it didn't matter what bas. Honestly, you could put any basketball player in that thing. That movie still would have been terrible. It wasn't just because of LeBron, and that's the thing I will honestly admit. It wasn't just LeBron. Someone that time won't admit because he is so in love with LeBron. Everything has to be good. It it didn't matter who was in this movie. The movie itself was not good. There were so much bad things between an animated movie that wasn't with great animation. And the saving graces was the jokes they made on LeBron. There wasn't really anything good about the movie besides Don Cheadle's performance and then the little bit of ribbing. Other than that, the movie was terrible. Like, and that's the thing is it's, it, wouldn't, it, could, if it could have been Giannis. It could have been Jordan making a sequel. It still would have been terrible. It doesn't matter. And that's the thing. As a critic, I will say that because it has nothing to do with LeBron. LeBron just happened to be the player that was in the movie. So, but he couldn't act. Obviously, so it wouldn't matter who it was. If it was Giannis, it'd have been the same thing. And that's the true. That's the true nature of a critic versus somebody who just loves a guy. That's all. Listen, all I'm saying is that when they let LeBron be goofy, I think his acting got a little bit better because it's a little bit more natural. The the ultra serious LeBron was terrible. But I think once you got to let him play a little bit more of his natural personality. I think you saw that it wasn't quite Bro, as what, bad. What fucking what, movie was you, talk, you watching? About that, what movie? That 35 seconds he had? What, right, what movie right. are you movie? watching, Todd? Come on. What, are you, what are you talking about? See, you that, talking that's about you're, the, just, you're just reaching for things. All you love phases LeBron of so LeBron's acting was shitty, bro. What are you talking about? Bro, I'm saying it got better. It, no, no, no. no. I'm going to tell you what's going to get better when you end this podcast <laughs> and we can stop well, talking about LeBron. Before we end it, horrible you want to talk about little serve the story. When are we going to have that coming? We do. We have serve the story releasing on this Friday. Our fifth season. And then we are going to take a little bitty break for about a month, month and a half. And then we'll be back with season six. So this Friday. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. So so why y'all need a month? What's going on in this month? Why y'all need to take, what you need to take off for? We got some new little projects we're going to be working on. Okay. All right. I'm with that. I'm with that. 
yeah, you as you can see, they leave me in the dark on a whole bunch of shit. But it's cool, though. <laughs> Never mind. I don't want to tell you. <laughs> Boy, I tell you, I can't work under these conditions. Man, in the damn podcast, time. We appreciate y'all tuning in for another episode of Cinnamon Sugar Podcast. We out. Go watch Space Jam. It's great. You are now listening to the Cinnamon and Sugar Podcast featuring D'Angelo Williams and Gary Barnage. You are now listening to the Cinnamon and Sugar Podcast featuring D'Angelo Williams and Gary Barnage. You are now listening to 